Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Unit Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I am the host here. Now, before we get going, just a quick reminder that although I'm a therapist, this podcast is not therapy. It can't substitute for therapy. However, it might encourage you to go to therapy and it might encourage you to talk about something specific in therapy if you're already going. Now, this week's episode is all about exercise and working out and movement and how to feel safe and empowered and excited to engage in those things. I know that when I began exercising on purpose, I mean, I grew up playing sports and so I never really like thought I was working out or exercising. It was just like a hobby. When I did that, it was very weight loss and body focused. And because of this, I ended up developing an exercise addiction. And that is definitely weaved in with some eating disorder stuff I had going on and um, moving my body became something I had to do. Now, I think it's fair to say I did enjoy parts of it. And at the same time, I didn't enjoy parts of it because it wasn't a choice for me after a while. It was a never ending chore and it became like almost a jail cell I was I was living in where this thing that I actually did like became this thing that I almost despised this love hate really weird relationship. However, I was praised for the amount of effort and time I put into working out and so that also wove into my inability to stop doing it even though I didn't like it. I mean, uh, it's a whole hot mess in there. So later in my life, I wanted to become a fitness instructor. And this is after I found a place of recovery. And this for me was a really big deal because I got into teaching fitness classes because I wanted to create more spaces that resembled what I needed when I didn't know I needed them. 
I wanted to create more exposure to fitness instructors and inclusion of all kinds of humans, no matter their body type or their level or ability. I wanted to create a space where everybody was welcome because that's kind of what I needed. Which brings me to this Instagram post I wrote a couple weeks ago that ended up being reposted like over 2,000 times, which literally blows my mind. Oh, 3,000 times. That blows my mind because most of my posts don't get reposted near that much. So I want to read it and then we're going to talk. It says, being a great fitness instructor has very little to do with body type or physical strength. It has to do with the ability to remember names, the eye contact made when someone is about to give up, knowing who has been struggling at work and who's in the midst of a breakup. The best instructors are the ones who, on the days when your body image sucks, remind you how freaking important your soul is. This is because those instructors walk into the room believing that their class is not about what people look like or what people can do. For them, it's about the opportunity their class has to impact the way in which each human there feels. Being a great fitness instructor is about the ability to create a space in which people can just show up and feel like they belong. And what I guess I'm taking from the post being reposted so many times is that there are more people out there wanting a community like this and wanting to create a community like this. But we have a lot of work to do to get there because most communities aren't like that. And we can all post something like that. Doesn't mean we actually act that way or feel that way when we go places. So I think that to create these kinds of spaces and to kind of change the fitness game, the community overall, and make us not the minority anymore, it starts with the inside. And then eventually that needs to bleed out into the willingness of the others, the people that are going to the classes to seek something different, believe something different is possible than what we've traditionally seen. So today what I wanted to do is take some time to talk to two fitness instructors in Nashville that I think do a very great job of creating an environment that feels safe and challenging. We're going to talk about how they started and how they might have changed over the years and what they look for when finding places that create the type of ripple effect in the fitness community that we are looking to make and what they look for when they are preparing to teach a class or engage with clients that go to the place that they work at. So I hope that anyone who has felt that working out or being part of a fitness community or even calling yourself fit or being able to talk about working out, if you're ever somebody who has like not been able to do that or have been scared to do that or just felt very othered in that space, I hope that you really gain a new perspective from this conversation because Fitness communities are places that everybody should feel welcome in, not just the elite. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And here is my talk with my friends, Shauna and Rose. All right. Welcome, everybody. I am sitting here with my two friends, Rose and Shauna. Will you guys say hi? What's crack a lagging? <laughs> that That's <was> Rose. Rose. <laughs> Shauna, how would you like to introduce yourself? Howdy, I'm Shauna. <laughs> Pretty on brand. Pretty on brand. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, so I, what I've already told everybody in the intro is kind of like the backstory of this episode and what I want to talk about. And what I really hope is that this episode kind of opens up like freedom for people to have fun and enjoy and feel empowered to move their bodies again in healthy ways. 
was actually listening to this episode of Outweigh, which is a podcast that Lisa Haim and Amy Brown host, and it's all about the gray area of eating disorders. And they did an episode with a trainer, and she talked about like taking exercise back. And I really liked it because I think a lot of times in the world of eating disorders and disordered eating and all that stuff, we kind of like demonize exercise and we demonize working out where we don't even say the word we just call it movement which is fine if you want to call it that but I am really in this place where I want exercise to be something that is good and exciting and we don't have to like make it a bad thing or judge people for it or be afraid of it so I brought these two people in Rose and Shauna to talk about just our experiences in the fitness community because they are two pillars I would say in the Nashville fitness community So uh, before we get going, how about Rose, you start and you tell us a little bit about what got you into teaching fitness and if that has changed and like what your like ideas and and goals are as a fitness instructor. Keeping it short because I don't I don't talk your ear off with my story. I come from a big Italian family. There's six of us. I got three older brothers, two younger sisters, all close in age growing up, you know, always a part of sports, soccer, cheerleading. I do count cheerleading as a sport. It is a sport. Lacrosse. You, you, have you, you watched come cheer on Netflix? Yo, yes, yeah, I have. It's a sport. Many thoughts. Okay. Um, <laughs> Next episode. But yeah, so sports and, and I love doing it and you're with your friends, you're creating relationships. But for me, I was always last in line or last in the races, the sprints. My weight was always kind of something I didn't have a handle on. You know, I, I'm a chocoholic. I love my sweets. It runs in the family. But it was always kind of, you know, something something that I wanted to change for myself growing up. And I was definitely teased a lot in school. But, you know, thankfully, God blessed me with something that I just truly never let it bring me down. Like, I definitely had dark days, but I still loved myself, you know, if, if that's if that's what I can say. And then I got into theater, I got into singing and acting because I just love to perform. So that's kind of where I found my love, but I always kept the sports going. So fast forward to Nashville. When I came here, I did, wasn't expecting to be here. I thought I'd be in New York City doing theater and singing, but um, came to Belmont to, for the commercial voice program. And I was kind of grumpy because I didn't want to be here. And I was a transfer student, you know, just doing the whole thing of meeting people. I was just not having so much fun. So my mom, actually, she bought me a package, a cycling package at Crank Fitness. Shout out, Crank. OG. Yeah, yeah. And so it turned into one of those things like you had to go. Mom paid for it. You know, you can't waste it. You got to go. It's going to expire. And then I just kind of fell in love with it. And I know that a lot of people fall in love with different forms of things, but cycling was mine because it was the first time even though I'd been so active my entire life it was the first time that I felt a change and I saw a change in myself I know I told you guys this before but like I specifically remember a class where the lights were off and we we're doing a sprint or something of some sort and I like just imagined my brothers my brother Mike specifically just like on my side watching me and me just being so like, dog, look at me do this shit. Like, look at me run, like, look at me killing it just because I'd always, you know, struggled growing up. They knew that. So for me, fitness was the way that I got into it. I just, I just discovered what I was capable of. I felt strong in it, not even just physically, but like in my soul and in my heart, it was something that I looked forward to. And when I talk about it in class, you know, those moments, like it's that you versus you and you're like literally talking to yourself, you know, it's like those sprints that you want to do and you're, you're tired and you don't want to do it, but you're like, 
all right, Rose, let's fuck this shit up. Or like, Rose, we got this. Let's do this. And so I just kind of strengthened that relationship with myself. I feel this in cycling, especially. I think it fits with other forms of exercise is that it becomes like a huge metaphor for literally everything in your life. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about right now is like, I found a thing that one, I enjoyed it was fun, but I like got to challenge myself and I felt empowered and I felt like I was working towards something and I felt good at something. There wasn't an actual race. Like I wasn't racing somebody on a bike. We were staying still, but I was like, I wish that somebody could see me doing this thing, not even like doing it well, just like being in it fully, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. does that make sense? No, no, it does. Okay. Then you became an instructor. Why? I think a little bit of my, my entertainment soul kind of came out a little bit as well. Like the instructor that I love taking back at Crank, I just, the music aspect of it, turning the lights low. I just, I loved every part of it. And I just had a thought one day, I'm like, I want to do this. Like I, I want to be up there. I think I can do that. And so I got a certification during the summer. And then I, at Belmont, I let them know at the front desk at the fit rec. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm just, an instructor. You know, I'm certified. Please yeah, hire me. Hit me up. <laughs> I was a sub for one semester and then the next I had my classes and I will say this because I think this is cool. It's in this bright ass room. What I would do is like I'd turn off the lights in this big ass like gym and I'd move all the cycling bikes right into the corner, curl them up next to the mirror. And I tried to create my own kind of like studio. Yeah. I don't it know, man. Something new. And it just grew. It just yeah. kept growing. I just, I love it because making the playlist, it's got to be one of my favorite parts about oh, being an instructor. You're really Come good on. at it. Yeah. I just like yeah. searching for the songs, getting hyped while you're by yourself in front of your computer yeah. and you're like, let's, let's go. Yeah. You're just talking about like, I'm enjoying it. This isn't about like, oh, I got to get my watch on and make sure I'm burning these calories and I got to make sure that everybody's like hitting their whatever goals. It's like, I want to create an experience that people are enjoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shauna? All right. Going back, similar situation. Like I always rode the line between in high school, between like JV and varsity sports. Okay. I feel like that's always rode the line. (laughs) I was never good at anything besides riding horses. And so I rode the line and I was like, okay, well maybe sports are not what I need to be doing. So I found a job instead. So I started doing that, was good at that. I was like, great, found something I love. And then kind of veered away from sports, fitness, just because I kind of had a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, darn, I'm just not not great at it, which is okay. You learn when you're not great at something. You're like, maybe I'll revisit it later in life. So then I decided to work for a couple years and then I got really into running and running was kind of my thing. Like I felt free. I felt so good when I did that. Just go out and run I did a couple marathons. It was wonderful. And then I was like, okay, what's next? What should I do next? And then one of my best friends in Portland, she worked at Burn Cycle. Love you so much, Burn. And was like, you should audition. And I was like, at that point, I think I told you guys this before, but at that point you had to have 30 classes under your belt and auditions were coming up in the next couple months. So I was like, oh gosh, like 30 classes. Like, And at this point, like finances, whatever. That was not part of my financial plan to like buy a membership. So then four of my girlfriends got together and they bought me a membership for 30 days. So that's 30 classes. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going to do it. And auditioning was kind of like a, a distant dream. I was like, maybe I'll do it. 
who knows? So I rode a lot and I was terrible, so bad. I just went because she was really good and she motivated me and I just loved seeing my friend like do her thing. I was like, wow, I will go and I will just bebop on this bike and fall off almost and laugh my way through it. So then eventually I got like a few classes or 10 classes under my belt. I was like, wow, all right. I got this like jog down. I was like, amazing. I got it. Here we go. And then I loved the music similar to Rose. Like the experience was so cool. And then auditions start coming up. And at this point, I think I like had 30 classes under my belt. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And I almost didn't do it. Thank God I didn't. I went through with it. And I remember going in there, an instructor outside the doors gave me a huge hug and was like, go get it. Thank you, Emily. And then I walked in there and I gave it my all. I blacked out. I literally auditioned to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like I told you guys what? this before. Um, I'm sorry. What? So what crazy. made you pick that? I don't know. I think it just had a good like downbeat. I was like, okay. And I remember practicing. I remember practicing in like 24-hour fitness. And I would like make Jake come sit in my class and be like, okay, honey, just just be there. And I remember it was a good beat. Should I play it? <laughs> Wait, do you remember Open your first like audition song when you went to the first studio where I met you? Do you remember what you had auditioned to? I remember mine. Mine was mm, Get Low and Earth, Wind, it, and Fire. It might have been, might have been Love Sick, Miramasa. Okay, so she's going to have like well, a cool that was song. Great. Yeah, yeah okay. of course. Mine was cool some song. like Haley Steinfeld song. Oh. <laughs> it was like some embarrassing song that I would never, oh. <laughs> I would never play now. Yeah. But you know what? That's so funny because. I heard in that similar kind of like my story of like, I wasn't like really look all, kind of all of this. I wasn't like a professional cycler. I haven't taken a lot of cycling classes, but I saw something that looked like something I wanted to be a part of. And it was like the, ex- I want to be a part of that experience. experience. Yeah. And I did not have the background, the knowledge, the whatever, but I was like, this looks like something I want to do. I want to be a part of that. Now I didn't get the first audition that I got that I went to. I auditioned for... I'm shocked that I did. Shocked. Well, the first audition that I went to was for another studio in Nashville. And we didn't even have to audition. And what we did was we like rode in the corner. (laughs) I thought I was going to a meeting and then it was audition. But like they put a bike in the corner of this like apartment complex. And they just played on an iPhone different songs. I don't remember any of them. They videotaped you on their iPhone. Yeah. And you just had to ride. But all you had to do is ride to the beat. So like that I can... I know I could do. But I also was like nervous because I was like what's happening but I didn't get that they just I didn't I didn't make it I went to one studio and then went to another student met Rose but I went to this other studio same thing don't know what the heck I'm doing this time I have to teach a class or teach two songs to nobody and I remember the trainer that was like hiring people she stopped me and she was like okay so we're gonna redo this and I want you to do this this and this and then I like took her feedback and then we did it again and she told me like two years later, she was like, you were so bad. You were so bad. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I'm not even going to oh, pretend no. like I, you were, but she was like, but you were like kind and bright and like your energy was good and you could ride to the beat. So I knew I could teach you everything else. I like talking about that. And I like even telling people that I didn't get my first yeah. audition because I think people think like to do this or to go to a studio to work out or to teach at one, I have to be an expert before I start. Yeah. And I don't understand that concept. Yeah. Or you have to be in shape yeah. in order to come work out. I hear that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, no. I interrupted your story, though. No, Where no. Were you? So that you was pretty much with it. So I, just, I blacked out. I 
am shocked that they emailed me and said you made it i was like are you sure you're like you do know who you're talking <laughs> yeah. to this is shauna <laughs> and i just fell in love with the experience and then once i got started i honestly did it for the experience and i was going through nursing school so i just wanted like a side hustle so initially i would say that i got into it for like me but as it's progressed over the last five years like i've completely fallen in love with it not being for me and it being for everybody else and like changing the game for the people in front of me and the people around me. And I think the three of us sitting on this couch, like I really do think we're in it for the right reasons. I feel like that's so the bachelor, but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I do feel like it has now like progressed to the point where I'm like, we are changing people's lives, which is the most important thing. We are making an impact on humans. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm nodding my head hella hard on that one. You know, like, I think that initially we get into it because we're like, oh, this could be a great side hustle. We love it. And it does make us feel good. Don't hear me wrong because we love what we do. Yeah. But you could have more than one reason for doing oh, something. Yeah. You can but have, I think I, you went into this for fun and then you realized the impact you could have oh, on somebody. You're like, oh, huge. wow. It, this is bigger than that. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, so I want to transition a little bit because this was a while ago. I, I polled people and asked just my Instagram following. So this is a skewed poll, but still. <laughs> but I asked them like if they were people who were afraid to like go to studios and work out, like and go cuz that was me. I know when I started like working out aside from being on like a soccer team or something like that, I was afraid to go to a class. Like I would never. I would do the elliptical or something like that. And oh. it was like aimlessly not walk around fun. the gym. Yes. Um, I didn't know how to do, yes. I felt just so, I would say like not worthy and like an outsider. So I asked people like, if you're somebody who like is afraid to go to the gym, like what are some reasons? I bet you could guess them, but I'm going to read the top five. Then I like took some of them that might not have been like exactly this, but they might've fit into these categories. So the top five categories of why people are afraid or hesitant to go to a studio, like a public, maybe boutique fitness studio. One, I'm not fit enough. 
which we'll get into like, what the fuck does that even mean? Two, I don't have the money. It's expensive, which is valid. Three, I'm worried I won't fit in. They seem clicky. Four, I'm just intimidated. Five, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I hate all of these mm-hmm. reasons. Same. Even though like I, I get the money one, like it, that's a totally valid thing that I don't have like a solution for that. I can understand all of these though, even though I hate them. So I'm curious for y'all as instructors in a boutique fitness studio, when you hear those reasons, like I'm not fit enough, I'm worried I won't fit in, I'm scared, I'm intimidated, I don't know what I'm doing, like what comes up in you, like what kind of feelings come up and what would you want to tell those people? Breaks my heart. It's actually wild. I just saw a homie of mine that I haven't seen in years from college a couple nights ago at Old Glory and great uh, spot, great spot. If, if you, you live in Nashville, go through Old Glory. I've never um, been. <gasps> All right. Yo, you, should I leave your yeah. info? <laughs> we'll go later. We'll meet you there. She literally said, "Like, you know, you're still cycling." And I said, "Yeah." She says, "Man, I've I've always wanted to come to your class. I've just been waiting to get in shape." You know, like. Ugh. And I said, "Girl, I'm like, dog, no, like this this is the place to do." Or like this, like come, yeah. like that's what we do. Like come through, like, like please, no, 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 no. Like I understand, like everything you read out, like I've felt that in some way on my own end, even the money one, you know, but. I want to use this opportunity on the mic right yeah. now to let y'all know that <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck that. Truly, yeah. truly. And, and, and for the writers that come to my class all the time, they hear me say the same shit over and over, but it's because I just want to make sure that the new ones hear it and that I'm just honing it in. Like, yeah. we don't give a shit what you look like. I don't want perfection in this room. This is the place to fuck up. This is the place to try new shit. This is the place to grow and strengthen that inner voice that you got going on in your head right now. Mm-hmm. The being in shape I can totally relate to that like before I found cycling I truly remember like the feelings are coming up right now I can like remember it when the homies wanted to go to the gym and I said like you know fine I'll go walking up to the doors like I literally felt like my skin like getting hot my heart beating so fast because I didn't feel like I looked good enough to go to the gym and I felt like everybody would be looking at me like why like look at her trying to go to the gym like and it's just so fucked up like that's and and it just blows my mind and like I'm bummed out for for that rose the old rose you know but like that's I think the the environment the culture that we're trying to 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 really build and to really emphasize that you know that's not what it's about and if you think that it is I promise you there's other homies me you guys that got your back be comfortable come through be uncomfortable yeah and you know what you you know I'm thinking when you're saying that is I talk about this a lot in class about like I remember it, it was so hard for me if you don't do cycling this might not make sense but it was so hard for me to grasp the idea of like a slow press or even when I started working out and going to full ride from the last studio that I was at I couldn't do half of the stuff mm-hmm. there like it was so challenging for me and at the same time I, I felt permission to keep going and keep trying I think that people like they come into a gym they walk into a gym and they see all these people that have been going for years and they don't put in their head that like oh they at one point had a first day they had at one point a first class like if we think about all of our first classes teaching like oh my god I wish I had video footage of it of it because I think that would change so many people's perspective. Like I didn't wake up and was like, I could do this. But it's like, I wish people knew that because we go in and we see like this, like almost we think it's a finished product and I'm, I'm not that, so I can't come. But like, you can never get to the thing. This is everything in life. You can't get to the thing you want to do if you don't start. And like, 
me being a therapist. I didn't wake up and like know how to be a therapist. I had to go to school. I had to be an intern. I had said this in class the other day, the day too. And I, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, why do I say these things? But I was telling people how like when I started as a therapist, one of my first clients gave me a journal all about how she hated me and thought I was bad at my job. Like, yeah, it happened. And you know what? She's probably right. I was probably bad, but I had to be bad. So then I could get better. Yep. And that's just so frustrating that I feel like people don't like lead with that. Like, I feel like we should lead with that. Like we weren't always here. And so because of that, we should welcome people oh, yeah. that are at the starting point. Yep. Like that's such a talk about, like, I want to help people. That is such an opportunity. I don't know why this makes me feel emotional. That is such an opportunity when we see somebody who's new at something to like step in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all for helping everybody, but I want to help the people at the beginning the most. Yep, not the, I mean, I want to help everybody, but yeah, the girl crushing it in the front row. You keep going, girl, but I'm going to help the girl back in the corner. Like, I see you too, and I'm so glad yes. you're here. Yeah, so glad that you showed up. Yeah. You're nervous? Okay, yeah. great. You do such a good job of that. Oh. You really do. Thank yeah, you. True that. That's really yeah. sweet. One of my clients, I remember, like, we do an exercise. She'd be like, oh, sorry, I look so dumb. Or like, oh, I look so fun. Like, what do I say? I'm like, girl, quit that shit. Like, this is like, yeah. this is, this is the work, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's changed the narrative. It, yeah. Like, like don't, don't, yeah. You, you can't expect to come in here and just do everything perfect. Just like you said, Kat, like that's um, not anybody's repeating. goal. That, though. Yeah, that's, that's not the work, you know, yeah. like that's anybody who goes to a, a class or a gym to do everything perfect. I want to have a conversation with those people because Mm -hmm. the goal is never that like we have to mess up so we can see where we need to grow. It's also like like progress. Yeah. Progress after progress. We get something and we get something else. Like I, I believe that like a cycling class should never get easy because once I master something, then it's like, okay, well then now I I might like add some resistance when I do this or I might like work on my posture while I do this because I can hit the beat now. Like it's all us finding space to grow. And Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite things to ask people, specifically clients. So I heard this on an episode of Fun Therapy and um, the host had asked the guest, like I think it was the host that asked the guest, that could be wrong. If you could do, or if you were only expected to be 60% good at something, what would you do? And he said, as kids, you're allowed to try whatever you want. I played every sport, every sport, literally everything, dance, cheerleading, soccer, basketball. I tried out for the sixth grade basketball team and never playing basketball before. I just felt like I could do it. I didn't make it. It's amazing. But like, I also tried out for the bowling team in high school and yeah. I was the only one ever yeah. in, the, in the history of our school to not make the bowling team because no. it was walk on. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, it was fine. Like I didn't feel any like, oh, I'm such like I'm a loser because I didn't make these teams like others. But as a kid, like we can just go out on a soccer field, not knowing how to play soccer and just like have fun. And so he was like, as we get older, we get this expectation that as an adult, if I start doing something or if I do something, I have to be 100 percent good. Mm -hmm. And I just hate that because that's so limiting. Mm -hmm. And also as humans, we have the ability to grow. And so I like asking people if you could do anything literally anything and you only had to be 60% good at it that was like the expectation that was like what was acceptable in society what would you do and the things that I hear people say I'm like oh my god please go do that yeah they probably could do it yes yes please go do that and like you might start at 60% but you might get up to like 95 pretty soon I like that well damn should we what should we do yeah what what would you do (laughs) I kind of want to snowboard oh Oh my gosh I'll take you snowboarding yeah that's terrifying never tried it 
I want to be a I'm singer. Like, I'm a little scared of it. Or okay. a performer. Okay, Rose can help you out. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, you help me. I'll yeah. help you. Great. Cat? <laughs> Bowling? Right? Pick up bowling again. But yeah, I think, but that's actually something that has helped like me do things. Because I also do a lot of stuff that nobody sees. Like I try a lot of things that don't work out that nobody sees, but I'm okay trying them. And like when I started the podcast, if you listen to the first episode, I haven't listened to it in two and a half years. I'm sure it was like a little weird. Like <laughs> a I, didn't little know what I, was I did not know what I was doing. And like sometimes now I don't know what I'm doing. But like there's this expectation that like I'm just allowed to do it and be a human. Yeah. And I want that to be gyms and fitness studios because this is a thing that is good for everybody. But that's what we take away. Yeah. And that's what we can do as fitness professionals. Yeah. When you see someone that's nervous or it's their first class. Yeah. You can go up to them and be like, oh my gosh, just have fun. Just try it. Yeah. Drop I'm so the glad expectations. You're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're here. My name is so-and-so. I mean, we do that. But I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Instead of coming off with like the... I'm better than or like you're badass, lucky to be here. Like... Yeah mantra untouchable intimidating intimidating like okay let's just peel back the layers where the instructor is like a celebrity and like you're lucky to be in the presence that's what fitness has gotten to a lot in this Mm -hmm. world and i think that is so like i mean it's fine if it works for you you really really like that but also that leaves a lot of people behind because i don't want to be afraid of my instructor facts super facts you're supposed to be helping me i can't be afraid of you yes and that also made me think like as a person in a class, if I'm going to the studio a lot and I see somebody new, what would it mean if you just said like, hey, have you, I haven't seen you here before. Mm-hmm. To me, that would like make me feel comfortable in a new yeah. place. Keep them coming back. Yeah. I always Fall in love with movement. Like when new riders come through and I'm like talking to them at the end and they're just like, oh my God, like, you know, just a different array of reactions. Yeah. But you know, when you get the reaction of like, oh, I look so bad or like I couldn't get it down or like I didn't know what I was doing, but I did it. I'm just like, yo. You should have seen me in KB's class the first time I came to Full Ride. <laughs> I was humbled. I like, oh my god! I the first time that y'all stood up on that fast song like 128. Oh my god! Like, what is I, happening? Like, yes, yeah. but I was just like, and I just keep telling like, yo, just keep coming through. Like, there's gonna be four or five times you're gonna feel like what, and then the fifth time you're yeah. gonna be like rocking it. It's just, it's just one of those things. It happens for everyone. You got to push through it. And I say this for like, like acting people and and for the entertainment. And just like the music industry stuff, because, you know, I I interact with a lot of artists and stuff that like everybody has their own timeline and their own pace. And just like to your point, Kat, just that everyone's seeing the finished product, but you're not thinking about the journey it took. It's like you got to remember that, like, you're on your own journey. You're on your own time. Get excited for the end goal, but like get hyped about the steps that it takes to get there and like what's it going to take and what's it going to look like, you know, enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, facts. So that also makes me think of like. I say in class all the time how you want to give your 100 and that might be different than the person next to you. I also teach at another gym in town that also goes with that too, because it's more of a circuit and we are going pretty quick on the days that I teach. And I think that it's important to give your 100, not the person next to you or comparison or how it's your 100 that day. So 
however you're feeling. So just remember to take it at your own pace, just like Rose was just saying. Like we're carrying different pace. things every day. <laughs> yes. I like that you said that. Carrying different things every day. Because I, I think that. also um, when we get into like progress and all of that, we get down if we have a bad day or yes. if we can't do what somebody else next to us is doing. But you have no idea what happened to that person that day and what happened. And you're comparing that to what happened to you. Yes. So I know... I've had a really freaking hard week. And when I have worked out this week, it has just been me trying to like get through it. I'm not yeah. doing anything extra. Yeah. I'm not trying to beat any goal. But if I was thinking about how my workout, it, for it to be effective, I had to be as good as the person next to me. Every time this week, it wouldn't have been effective because I was just trying to like survive it. Yeah. And I think it's important for us, which leads me into this is like, we have got to find a way to make fitness and movement and exercise about more than just meeting a weight loss goal or a body type because oh my god it's so valuable for so many reasons that have nothing to do with that yeah and I feel like so many studios it's like there's this like the studio has to be like sexy and appealing and cool and like to be honest I think full ride is cool like I think it has like a cool vibe whatever that means but like that's not actually what makes it what it is what makes it what it is is the people inside of it and the experiences that we have like in the actual like bike room and the people that are leading the classes and so i it i get really frustrated when like certain studios it's all about like sex sales and you said earlier about like the intimidating instructor and like it's not about that like exercise has so many exciting and important benefits that we are not talking about Cause we're like, come do our challenge. We'll help you meet your goal. We're going to do this, like burn this much. Oh my God. I recently in the last year canceled a membership when I got an email about a weight loss challenge they were doing. Granted, they have no actual dietitians on their payroll and they're doing this weight loss challenge for money for money. And it's like, we're going to help change your life by like changing your body composition. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I immediately was like, cancel my membership. Yeah. Because I'm like this studio, every studio has an opportunity to change people's lives in so many ways. And we boil it down to what they look like every single time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, fitness is overall health. Yes. Your mental health. Yes. Your physical health. Yes. Your spiritual health. Spiritual all health. Of it. It's overall health. It's all encompassing. It's a huge umbrella. Which just like goes back to that Instagram post that I put out and like how so many people were grabbing onto that. Well, how, I guess for you guys, like what are ways that like you try to promote that idea? Because we're going against the grain. And I say this like all the time with like clients where I get kind of like almost blindsided because I only in, immerse myself in like following certain accounts and, and going to certain gyms that do what I align with. So I don't get hit with a lot of the stuff anymore that is damaging. And so that's great. But at the same time, we're still fighting an uphill battle. Most gyms do do the weight loss challenge and think nothing of it. And then I get them as clients. I've had to write a couple letters to gyms about some of their contests. And boy, when they see my <laughs> oh letter, boy. you better believe of course we will cancel the membership you just let us know and I'm like yes like this is a problem if you're scared of like me saying this is a problem then you already know that it's a problem so I guess my question is <laughs> my question is like how do you want to encourage people who align with what we're talking about to create that change even if it feels small in your little studio in your little hometown 
Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. One, as an instructor, one of the things that you have to work well at is being able to read the room and read people and read their energies. And you can tell, you know, who's not enjoying it, who's having a good time, who's scared, things like that. So I think I, I try really hard to connect with everybody on every level and kind of show them that I am just like them or I'm not trying to be some you know fit model or just like yeah I, I do like to buy some cute sets and shit like that but like <laughs> but you're human you're yeah, no different I, I'm than them. human and and I think the moment we break that wall down of again like the whole like you know untouchable instructor and I'm coming right up to them and kind of just showing them like yeah I struggled or like today in my class like there was one part I was like in between a song I was like <sighs> I was like yo I'm dying like man that last song just kicked my ass you know like I almost wanted to sit down you know like I let them know that like yo like we're all in the same room doing the same thing same like thing. you're being human you're saying just be a human there's this performative aspect of being a fitness instructor where we have to be these people where this is what I felt before I got into it and one of the reasons I wanted to get into it is like you have to be this person with a specific body that can do these specific things and you don't struggle with it and you don't have bad days and like you don't take days off and you you are very strict with your diet and you only care about it and like that's not it like no. you can be a fitness instructor and have a very full exuberant life that has plenty of imperfection in it mm-hmm. and that I think is what draws the people that are scared to go to the gym and because they're like oh I'm not scared of her or oh I can do that yeah. like there are certain places and people that I've seen in my past where I'm like, I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to fit in. Like, I'm not even going to go. So I'm not going to go there. If every gym was like that, most of America would not go to a gym. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be tired. Yeah. It's honestly, it's okay to be, what I heard you say is it's okay to be tired in a workout class because I'm working hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like so many people like try to hold their breath, you know, like after like a really hard sprint. Yeah. I'm like, just, it's okay if we hear you breathing heavy, that just means you're working hard. There's, that's not something to be shameful of. Yeah. Shit. I love to say in class is like, if you're out of breath, if your legs feel heavy, if you're sweating your ass off, if you're thinking about breakfast or like dinner right now, or like getting the fuck out of this ride, 
you better be smiling because you know yeah. you're pushing yourself like you yes. know like you got to be mad uncomfortable to make the changes so like all those thoughts everything that's creeping up in yes. yeah kind of to a point that you said a little earlier about the days where like you feel like you're just kind of like suck or whatnot mm-hmm. you're not riding well or like you know this is like oh man like today's like one of the shittiest days i say like those are probably the best days for you it's like when you feel like shit or just like when it's the hardest ride or like things like that you might not think you're doing it right or something like those are the days that make the biggest change for you mm-hmm. yeah i do feel like we are put in this role because we want to change the game and we want to help others so if you revisit why you are in this role then i think that you're reminded of that. So like when I see someone that's nervous or when I see someone that it's their first time, like go up, nothing is hurting you to be kind and like introducing yourself and like acknowledgement, acknowledgement. It's so important. So that's kind of like, if, if you're put in this role and that's what your reason is, like if you want to create a community, if you want to change the game for people, if you want people to fall in love with movement, then I think that just stuff will come natural to you. But if you're not put in this role for those reasons, then I mean, we're all on our own trajectory. Like if you want to be the sexy fitness instructor that people are kind of fearful of, like that's fine. That is your path you're going to walk on. But you know, I just think it's if we're changing the game, we can we can do more. You can start with the people that are uncomfortable and make them feel loved and make them feel seen and remember their name, but not just their name. Remember their husband's name or their dog's name or their story or what they do or, you know, like that means a lot. That stuff is important. That means a lot. And what I really believe is that like with power, which as if you're the leader of something, you have power comes responsibility. And a question I would ask continuously is how, what part of me is doing this for me and what part of me is doing this for other people? How do I tap in? Because it's okay to do. It's okay. I teach because I like it. Like a part of me does it for me. Yeah. So that's there. And there's this other part that I do this for other people. How do I tap into that part before I walk into the room? Yes. Because that is my responsibility. I have power, but I have responsibility. Yeah. yeah. You're put in a role that like not a lot of people get. Yeah. We can cause a lot of damage and we can also do a lot of good. Yeah. Your words can be extremely yeah. hurtful. Yeah. And so I would say to the people who are like, I want to be that sexy. I want to be that intimidating person. That's okay. If that's the part of that's doing it for you. Okay. How can you tap in a little bit more to the part that's doing this for other people? And if that's 0%, I would really think about how much harm am I doing and how much like joy and goodness am I causing? And is this fair now? We're going to get to this last part, which is for you guys who maybe you are scared to go to fitness studios, like okay, well, you might be like, those people sound great. I want to go to their class, but I hate cycling and I don't live in Nashville. So all right, that's fine. We're going to talk about- We can about, still love on you. We can, Yeah, we can still love on you. Um, but also we can help give you like ideas of green flags to look for that might lead you into, into the direction of a studio that feels similar to like what we're accustomed to and what we're talking about. So what are for you guys green flags that you would say to look for in a gym or a studio? Safety. Um, I think it's very important. Emotional or physical? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Okay. Both. Emotional yeah. safety, hell fucking yeah. yeah. But also physical safety because, you know, at the end of the day, we are like it's movement of our bodies. You need to be safe. And for a lot of people, it's their first time trying it. And same thing with the gym, you know, like the, there should be people like working at the desk that should be able to like help you understand the equipment. But like safety is so key because that's going to 
you know, the next day, how you feel like soreness versus injury, you know, that's going to tell like, like, are people paying attention to you? Yes. What you're doing. If it's a cycling class, is somebody mm-hmm. helping you make sure that you feel okay on your bike the first time or the mm-hmm. first couple of times you're there? Answering Form. questions. If it's another, yeah. Body yeah. Mechanics. Are people like, I know sometimes it's scary. You're like, I don't want the instructor to look at me, but like the people should feel safe enough where mm-hmm. like you can say, Hey, am I doing this right? Yeah. If you're afraid to say, am I doing this right? That is a red flag. Yeah, yeah. And we have to t- tap We're, into, is that about me or the instructor? Yeah. Because um, it can be both. Yeah, so, so I guess combine that in there. You want to be in a place where you're able to feel safe, ask questions about safety, and that they're paying attention to safety because, damn, that is so important, especially as you grow older. Like, safety is key, baby. I agree. Green flag. I would say welcoming. Movement is for everybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Uh, all bodies that. are good bodies. All bodies yeah. are good bodies. Have the day you need to have. What? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what Say all the things. <laughs> yeah. So is, yes. is the is the place you're at? Welcoming. Are there all types of? When yes. I show up, to somebody look at me in the eyes? And then also, I I'm a big believer in like, are there different kinds of people here, yes. or does everybody look the same? Yes. And if everybody looks the same, I wonder why. Yeah, I do agree with Rose when it comes to like form and body mechanics and all that kind of stuff. You want to make sure that, of course, that the instructor is taking care of you. But also, do you feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. Do you feel welcome? Mm -hmm. Those two should go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, and I going back to your post, I think that that was just hit the nail on the head, you know, Mm -hmm. when it comes to like what you should look for. Yeah. 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 Now, you're making me think of something. Never be afraid, though, to be the change. You know, not in a rude way, but sometimes I, in my life, I've come up in instances where I've liked to challenge something. So if I, like, you know, I so 1000% agree with what you said, but also, like, never be afraid. If you know what what you want, if you're, like, say, like, say they're not welcoming you or looking you in the eye, then you go up to them, you know, or at least that's oh, just how I am. Rose, so Rose is very Rose, much that way. You know, yeah, so <laughs> you ignore Rose. Rose is going to say, hey, did you see me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> hey, can you help me out? Yeah, so I just, because, and this goes with everything in life, I, I love this like little saying thing, but like you never know the power that you give to somebody else when you show up for yourself. So I don't know. I just want to also give you guys the mm-hmm. power to like, if you're feeling something, you want to like, you want to greet that person, like do it, man. Fucking show them how it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that makes me think about like, I didn't know what I needed until I found it. So I didn't know that I needed a place that feels welcoming in the sense that there's different types of people there. I didn't know I needed a place that, that didn't talk about calories or didn't talk yes. about like working. F- I didn't know I needed those things until I found it. And I was or like, Oh my God. Yeah. So, so I think part, I like what you're saying that like a lot of people don't know the like shifts they might need to make yeah. as instructors, as uh, studio managers or like the people at the front desk or us as like gym goers. We don't know what we we need until we until we see it. And sometimes to see it, somebody has to show us. And that's literally why I wanted to get into working in fitness is because I was like, I want to be an, the example that like I wish that I had that didn't Facts. exist back then where like you don't have to have this type of body you don't have to have this type of ability you don't have to have this kind of outfit or hair or whatever it is to be able to to move your body and enjoy it and be good at it so i like what you said like don't be afraid to like mess up the system mm-hmm. yeah that's what we're doing we're messing up the system if they're not going to acknowledge you be like hi show up yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, girl? i'm here yeah 
How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, and that go- just goes with me saying like other green flags, like people that are the way that they encourage you. So if they encourage through like shame, like, hey, you better go a little faster because you just, I bet you ate a cookie last night or something like that. Like uh, that might not speak for a whole gym, but that might be the not the instructor not that's like the most bike. safe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if I will say, if anybody ever said that in a class at full ride, I would get off <laughs> my bike and walk out. Yeah. Unclip those 100%. feet, straps you don't off. anything. Yes, yeah. You're not working off anything. No, you are having a, an experience in the moment. So if you hear that kind of stuff, then like the uh, intention of that studio might be a little off. And I will say this, this isn't to bash any studios either, because again, I think a lot of times people do what they have been taught. And in fitness, we have been taught this. And in health, we've been taught this. And a lot of the things that we're trying to shift and change, we're trying to shift and change because we have new information. And it's hard to change. Knowledge is power. Yeah, we're just trying to spread that information. So if people are like, those people sound nice, I want to follow along with their lives. Where can they find you? Rosebud body, baby. New rebranded. Rebranding. Yeah, yeah. There she goes. Yeah, yeah. There's no baby at the end. I just said that right now. Wait, rosebud. Rosebud body. What about your music stuff? If you want to follow my music stuff, it's Conchetta baby. Okay, so we're gonna put that in the show notes. So um, you spell it correctly. You can just click on it. (laughs) I was telling um, my friend Anne Marie, who I train with. This morning, I was talking about you. I don't know why. Oh, I was telling her how we went and ran the steps because I was like, my body hurts. And uh, she was asking about you. And I said, Rose is such a... I remember when you came to my house and you sang at that Thanksgiving thing and Alicia Keys song. If I ain't got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to listen to that over and over and it's kind of creepy. All right, do it. Yeah. Do you want to sing <laughs> a podcast? No, are you kidding me? All she right. was playing the piano. Jeez, it was I gotta so, get streams of money was, today. Uh, it was so, yeah, she's like, are you gonna pay me? Um, but you really are good. So if you want to follow along with her music, then we'll put that in there as well. Okay, Shauna, where can they find you? Shauna. Your next post needs to be you singing, just so you know. Yeah, you don't have so any content like, okay, of you singing on Instagram. Well, uh, music's not out yet. Okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. we'll give you. Look at you guys. Okay, Sorry. we're just. You ready. guys want to be yeah. my publicist? We're just ready. Yeah. Like, we're trying to your managers. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> just simple. My name at Sean yeah. Neal. Great. Yep. It's nice. Here I am. Here she is. Nice and simple. Mine's Cat Defada, so Cat Dot Defada makes it difficult. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Come through to class, baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Come through. Boot yeah. Camp Gym. Come through. come through. Both great communities, man. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that mm-hmm. much. And if you have questions, again, remember you can send them to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. If you have questions specifically about this episode, send them in because if we have enough of them, we could do a whole couch talks on it. I hope you guys are hanging in there. The last week has been really hard. And I know I am a big promoter and believer and feeling your feelings and the last week has been very hard for me to feel mine you might be able to tell if you listen to the last couch talks episode but i hope you guys are taking care of yourselves in that and having all of the days that you need to have because some of these days have been very hard so i love you guys and i will talk to you guys on wednesday bye bye bye
you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.